Hello, stylish leaders, Matthew Simmons. I want to welcome you back to this podcast episode. Thank you for listening. This is our Sunday sermon, and it's going to be a very good one. It's as a man thinketh. So Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I think that's very a very important uh, title and a very important concept that we're going to expound upon. So that's why it's the title of this episode. We're going to break that concept down. We're going to include other scriptures in there as well because I think it's very important in, um, in business and in leadership that you have an understanding of why you do what you do and an understanding all, always comes from the mind, always comes from the brain. So there's a few scriptures I want to read to you that I think are very important and it's about positive, people would say it's about positive thinking, but it's basically what are you thinking and what are you allowing to grow in your mind and I'm going to be talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you. So Philippians 4.8 says, finally brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So, so what we're admonished to do in the scripture is think about those things which bring life, which is righteous, which is pure, which is upright, which is good, because when you're carrying around negative thoughts, when you're carrying around angry thoughts or, or whatever it is, you're, it, it affects your mood and it affects your behavior. And you carry that on your countenance, you carry that in your behavior. So, you know, and negativity breeds negativity. And this is something that everybody has to deal with. I mean, I know I have to deal with this. But basically, when you're running around and you have negative thoughts and you're constantly down and you're constantly sad and you're constantly beating yourself up over things that you thought that you should have done better or over such circumstances that you thought could have gone better or things that you think could go, could go wrong and they haven't gone wrong yet and there's nothing to say that they will go wrong. And I talked to myself here on this as well. You're thinking of all the bad scenarios and when you're in leadership and you're in business or whatever you are, you already are going to be racking your brain about what could go wrong and that's normal but because that's just life but you can't go through life constantly thinking about the negative because what it's going to do is it's going to create in you what some call it an energy some call it a, a whatever they call it but it creates in you the mindset that it's going to happen and you start worrying about something that you can't a lot of times you're worried about something that you can't prove is going to go wrong, but you think it's going to go wrong because you have programmed yourself to believe that it can't go right. So by the fact that you believe that it can't go right, you now carry yourself in a way to where you almost cause it to go wrong so you can prove, prove to yourself that you were right that it went wrong. And so that's not thinking about things that are pleasing. That's not thinking about things that are upright. That's not thinking about things that are pure. That's not thinking positive thoughts. And when you're thinking things and you're angry and you stew in your anger and you stew in your worry, you're causing, those are not, those are sinful thoughts. Those are not righteous thoughts. Those are not God, godly thoughts because God's plans for you are only good. God's plans for you are only righteous. God's plans for you are, you know, he wants to give you the desire, the desire that he gives you. He wants to fulfill that. How he does it is his business, but he wants to do that. And as a leader, you have to understand that it's it's easy to be sucked into the negative because everyone brings their problems up to you because that's in the hierarchical flow chart. All of your everyone's problems go up to the, up the chain, not down the chain. So you're going to get all these people's problems, and you're going to have your own problems, and you have to counsel with wise counsel 
people who are coming to you with their problems. But then who do you go with your problems? And sometimes you might not have too many people to turn to. And, um, and so, you know, what do you do? And even if you do turn to somebody, those thoughts are going to still be there because the, the, the battlefield for your mind is such an such a incredibly fierce fight. And you just, you just have to fight that daily and the way you do it is to constantly renew your mind and that that just that leads to the next scripture which is Romans 12 2 it says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good pleasing and perfect will I always tell people that I'm around I always tell my team or anyone that I'm around is follow go in the direction of the peace of God you know God's you know scripture says my sheep know my voice and so when you go through and you're you're wanting to discern or kind of glean what God's wanting to say, and you don't quite know what He's wanting to say, the way to discern His voice is: Do you feel a peace? And a peace doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be easy sailing, and a peace does not necessarily mean that there's not going to be doubt there. But a peace is it's hard to explain it, but you just you know God's impressing something upon your heart. It doesn't it might, it might not make sense. It might not be logical. You might not see a way, but you just can't shake it. It's like, man, I just feel like I, I, I feel like I need to do this. I feel like I need to say this. I feel like this is the path that God wants for me. I feel like this is the way God's leading this to happen. I feel like this, and God will confirm it, and He'll confirm it in ways where you don't realize that He's confirming it, or He'll 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 confirm things in ways that you know He's confirming it, but He'll use people and they don't realize what they're saying, or they don't realize that what you're what they're saying is what you need in your life and so that's where you can know that it's God's perfect will when there's that peace that you just you just know that you know that this is what needs to happen it doesn't mean that it's going to be a path of least resistance it doesn't mean that there's not going to be doubt along the way because the enemy is always going to throw doubt there but you just have a peace and you're just like it, it and the peace of God will motivate you to take action that you normally would not take that's when you know that it's God and you have to realize that. And I'm talking to myself here because there's areas in my life right now that I, I feel God's peace. But I just, I know it's God's peace and direction for me to go in, in that path. But there's a lot of doubt there. Like, yeah, but what if? And the realm of what if is always, what if is never in God's plan. God doesn't ever say, yeah, but what if it doesn't work? Because God can do anything he wants. God's all powerful. He knows the end from the beginning. And he knows what people will do if they make certain decisions. So he's not worrying about the final outcome. He's going to get you the final outcome. And as a leader, you have to realize that not everything that you do is going to work. Not everything that you do is going to uh, succeed uh, is the way you thought it would succeed. But you have to believe the best in yourself. It was Henry Ford who said, whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, you're right either way. So many people think they can, and they're, they're accurate in that assessment, and they can. So many people think that they can't, and they're accurate, equally as accurate in their assessment. They can't. So you have to realize that that's, that's going to be the case, no matter who, you're, who it is you're dealing with, because, or whatever it is you're dealing with. So if you believe that you can't do something as a leader, you're accurate. You can't do it, and you won't do it, because you put in your mind, and you create all these scenarios in your mind of how you can't succeed. And whenever I do that, I just, I just hear God's still small voice within me just saying, you know, that, that I hear in my spirit that says, yeah, but what if it goes right? 
so many people are programmed to think that it's not going to go right. And that's because they don't believe it will ever go right. And that's why we have to constantly renew our minds daily. We have to constantly renew our minds. And, and when you're renewing your minds, you don't see yourself through your insecurities. So you won't, and you won't see situations and circumstances around you through your insecurities. So if you have to, so if you're, if you see something that doesn't go your way, you don't see it. You see it for what it is. If you have to be corrected, if you have to adjust your business plan, if you have to, if your if your boss or your business coach says you should do this better or you shouldn't do this, or if your mentor says we don't need you doing this or you need to do this better, or if there's some form of if there's some form of redirection or correction or whatever, you don't fight it because you don't see it through a form of insecurity. Because most people, the reason people fight things is because it, it, there's something in them that has, their insecurity has been triggered in some way, shape, or form, and they're fighting up against it because they don't like the, the discomfort of it. That's usually, that's a big reason why people fight, you know, to get their opinion heard or they resist authorities because there's some insecurity that's been that's been struck somewhere. So if you renew your mind daily and you just look at things, you will have a stronger ability to see things for what they are. There's a few ways you can do this. And they're all easier said than done, but they all are spiritual in nature. Uh, the first one is, is you read God's word or you listen to God's word. You get, you stay in the word of God. As a leader, this is very important because this is where wisdom is found. And it's wisdom because you find the principles that are necessary to get things done the way a wise leader would get them done. There are, all the answers you need are in the Bible because all the principles you need are in the Bible. So as a leader, you go to God's word as the first source for the renewing of your mind and it feeds your spirit, man. The second one is prayer. Pray without ceasing. That's also in scripture. What that just means is just pray throughout your day. Pray throughout your work day. That doesn't mean you have to fast 40 days and quit your day job and don't eat or drink water or just, you know, I mean, there are times where that has happened and there are, I'm sure there are times when God calls people to do those things. But praying without ceasing means you just pray throughout the day and it becomes a lifestyle. The prayer is the first response that you give when something, when you encounter something. When you encounter a, a, a trial or you encounter a pain, um, you have that problem. And you have, when that problem arises and you feel that, your first response should be prayer. That edifies your spirit. That encourages your spirit. And that, that releases you of a lot of burden. So number one is the word of God. Number two is prayer. And I would number say number three is worship. Worshiping and praising, uh, it can look a lot differently for a lot of different people. Some people express it differently, but I am always a fan of listening to uplifting music. And this renews, this feeds your spirit, man. This renews your mind. And this, all these things put you in a framework and an atmosphere of seeing things. Number one, you, you see things for face value so you don't overread and overanalyze things. Because I can overanalyze things. This person really meant this and this person really said. Look at things at face value and understand that, you know, don't hear what wasn't said and don't read into a situation what, that which wasn't there. And... This is where a lot of this is where doubt comes in. This is where a lot of leaders they experience doubt. They experience doubt because they're over analyzing the situation. So if you but if you renew your mind through God's word, through prayer, um, fasting is good. Uh, I'm not putting it on this because I really feel like a fast is something that 
God really puts on your heart, like a full, I mean, when I mean a fast, I mean a full fast. I mean, you don't eat or you don't drink. I mean, a full, that's really a full fast. Um, Now, there's different kinds of it. um, But, I mean, if you look in Scripture, when they were fasting and praying, they weren't eating and they weren't drinking. And sometimes they weren't doing it for 40 days. So, that's why I'm not putting that on this list. I think fasting is one of those deals where do it, but do it the way you feel like God's leading you to do it. Whatever a fast is, it's designed to draw you closer to God. If you're, if you're, if you're with, withholding something from you and you're not getting closer to God, you're just dieting. Okay, that's all you're doing. You know, you have to grow closer to God. So, number one is getting God's word. Number two is pray. And number three is worship. Get into a place of worship. Okay. Get into a place where you're constantly worshiping God. You're playing that uplifting music. You're playing that praise and worship music. And, you, and I mean, I mean, I, it's not like one song here, two songs here. That's not going to cut it. You got to make it a lifestyle. You got to make it every night, every day. You're just like, you're listening to, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. I mean, listen, you're driving to and from work. You listen to music when you work out. Let it be something that will edify your spirit. Let it be something that'll that'll bring in an atmosphere to where you can be closer to God, hear His voice better, be at peace, and when you have all those things going for you, then you'll be able to actually hear the voice of God, have that peace, and then when you have that, then you'll have your, your mind will be constantly being renewed because it's like a it's like your physical body. Your physical body needs physical nourishment every single day, or eventually you're going to die. Your body only can go so many, you know, days without food, so many days without water. So you need to constantly replenish yourself or you're just going to die. Your body will shut down. So it's the same for your spirit, man. It's the same for your mind. That's why Henry Ford's comment or his quote is so significant. Whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right either way because your mind's going to make it right. The mind's a powerful thing. The imagination's a powerful thing. And that's why you have to constantly renew it. So if you're renewing it with positive with positivity and you're staying connected and you're grounded in God, then that means any positive affirmation and any positive declaration that you give is going to be from His Word in His perspective, not not yours, not some try and real. Let me just let me just say it and make it happen. When you are grounded in the Word of God, you're now starting to speak out His words and start to speak out His desires. And there'll be more on that later, but I think this is very important because so many people, they don't understand this. They're just going through the motions of, well, I can't be, there's no reason for me to believe in myself because nothing good ever happens to me. So what they do is they've convinced themselves that nothing good will ever happen to them. So they don't put forth any effort and they don't carry themselves in a manner that would attract good into their life. So they fulfill that prophecy by not being attractive to attract that into their life and they're not renewing their mind. They're just stewing over that and they're not delighting themselves in God. And so they're not, their desires are no longer, his desires are not their desires because they're not growing closer to him in the process of renewing their mind and keeping their spirit fresh and alive in God by praying and by reading the word and by, by listening and wor- being in a state of worship because when you're not worshiping, worry will set in. That's why it's very important. And when you worry, you're, you're imagining a scenario in the future that 
is more than likely not going to happen. And it certainly isn't going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. And I can't tell you how many times I've been in an encounter and I'm saying, you know what? I thought this was going to be worse than it really was. I actually would have gotten more out of this, whatever this is, if I didn't worry about it. Because instead of coming in with excited anticipation and having my excitement met because I just knew that this was going to, I mean, this couldn't be bad. Uh, This couldn't have been a bad scenario. I came in worried about the scenario and now I'm just like, man, I would have enjoyed this more if I wasn't worrying about it. So many people, they, they would enjoy their journey more if they stopped worrying about their journey. God has everything lined out and lined up the way it needs to happen for you to fulfill what he wants you to fulfill. How he gets it done is how he gets it done. You have to trust the process. But he has great plans for you. And these are also these are also going to be Sunday sermons, so I'm not going to go too far into them. But I want you to understand this. When you renew your mind, you're constantly, and I mean you are constantly, recharging yourself to get things done the way God wants you to get things done. And you're constantly you're edifying yourself to walk in peace, to walk in fulfillment, to walk in understanding and insight. And when, Because when you're in a form of leadership and when you're a leader and when you're an entrepreneur, you have to constantly, because you're going to get beat up. You're going to get beat up constantly by people turning you down, people rejecting you, people saying they're not ready, people saying not now, people saying I'm, I quit. You happen to fire people. This is all part of leadership. You have to have tough conversations. You be disappointed. You get your hopes up and you get let down. You're being taken advantage of. This is all part of leadership. And you can't avoid it. And when it happens to you, you got to keep going and doing it again. Because you're not, again, you have to, and because God's given you a call in your life and you have to fulfill it. Okay, I'm just going to just be straight up with you. Because God put that in you for a reason. So you got to fulfill it. you got to be obedient. But here's another thing. If you're constantly renewing your mind, you're able to withstand that. That's why self-improvement is so huge. So we're talking about self-improving in the spirit realm in this one. Now, we're going to get into the, the self-help books and reading leadership books and all that and another one, and that's very important. But I don't want you to leave this Sunday sermon thinking, oh, well, I can just get away with reading those and I'm cool. No, if you're not bathing yourself in the presence of God, you will not succeed the way you think you should succeed because every good and perfect gift comes from God. So that means every ability that he's given, the, the, the gifts are irrevocable. Uh, that's another scripture and I know I'm throwing all these scriptures I'm not giving you references there'll be more references later but it does say in scripture that the gifts are irreversible irrevocable which means he gives you gifts and he doesn't take them away go search it go google it everyone everyone knows how to use google you go google it it's in the scriptures and what he means is is he puts things in you and he doesn't take that away Um, and but how are we using them we can take it away from ourselves by just not using it. Because God gives it, God will give you that assignment to somebody else if you're not going to be faithful with it. That gift is still in you. He doesn't take the gift away, but he might take the opportunity away to use that gift if you're not using it. That's why you have to constantly be faithful with what you have. But my point is, is this. I'm going to get back on, on my point. My point that I was making is this. This is why it's, you have to bathe everything in prayer because... That's the number one way to self-improve. I mean, all these self-help books and all these other things are great, and I'm an avid reader. I love to read, but I can't 
view that as my my source and I can't view that as my only source of information. It's great to listen to the motivational speakers. It's great to listen to podcasts. It's great to listen to podcasts like this one. It's great to read books by authors who have a strong faith. It's great to watch TV preachers. It's great to go to church. It's great to have a mentor. But those individuals can only get you so far. It reaches a point to where you have to have your own moment with God and your own experience with God. And you have your your moments. People call them come to Jesus moments. But I call them intimate relationship with God to where you have a constant ongoing relationship where it's between Him and you and He will impress things upon you. As you read in Scripture, He'll confirm His Word to you. He'll speak to you with a still, small voice and you'll create that environment that you enter in and that you're intentional in creating. Ultimately, it comes down to you. The steps that you make. and And then, when you have that relationship then you can go back and you can glean from all these other sources of what I just named and then you get what God wants you to get from that encounter I'm not saying don't have all of that I'm just saying don't depend on that so many people they just go to church on Sunday they're expecting the pastor or the TV preacher or the televangelist or the the sermon that they saw on YouTube or on a Christian network or the the self-help books or the you know this meditation technique or all this they're looking at all of that as a source when it's really God is the one that you renew your mind uh, through and that's who you that's who you turn to for the renewing of your mind like it says in scripture because when you have your mind renewed then that means that you're constantly having fresh ideas coming in but you also have that there's but whenever you're in the presence of God you will feel his peace it will come it will come it might take a lot of pressing in to get it but it'll eventually come and you'll feel it and there's just it's it's just a knowing it, it when we think about the peace of God, it passes all understanding because it totally, when you're really walking in the peace, you will be able to say, you know, I don't know how this is going to work out, but it's in God's hands. The burden of proof is on Him. It's going to work out. I'm just going to sit back and trust it. This is where He's leading me. He's going to make it happen. I can't make it happen. I can only do what I, the steps that are before me. And when you walk in leadership and you have that renewed mind and that peace of mind that God only God can give you, it allows you to take the stress away because the burden of proof is on him of what he said he's going to get accomplished in your life. So then that frees you up to just do all that you can do, but only what you can do. Not, not anything more, not anything less. Because uh, you definitely need to put forth effort, but you can't put forth too much effort. And so many leaders, so many business owners, so many entrepreneurs, so many ministers, uh, they put so much pressure on themselves to get the results done themselves. In reality, it's just like, let God do it. Take everything to Him in prayer. He wants to talk to you anyway. Bathe it in the Word of God. Bathe it in the presence of God. Bathe it in prayer. And let God do what He can do. You do what you must. If you do what you can do, then God will do what He must do. Okay. Um, do what you can and He'll do what He must. All right. Let His, let Him meet your faithfulness where it's at. And then, him, and then, and then let Him take it and run with it. Because... He doesn't expect you to do everything. He just wants you to be faithful what you have. And then he'll constantly be heaping more upon you to do because he knows you'll be faithful. Just be faithful. You don't even have to be good. Just be faithful. Because if you're faithful, good, and being proficient, and being knowledgeable, that will come. Be faithful. People want to be smart. They want to be athletic. They want to be sexy. I just want to be faithful. Because I know if I'm faithful, 
I don't have to worry about being wealthy. I don't have to worry about being famous. I don't have to worry about being popular. I don't have to worry about being influential. If I'm faithful, then that means that all those things will be added unto you because you'll be able to be, you were entrusted with a little, then you'll be able to be, then you will be able to be entrusted with much more. So that's your Sunday sermon for this uh, week. Thank you for listening. Everyone on Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, Google, Podcast, Radio, Public. I thank you. I think I'm forgetting one. That's probably the one that, that I know I'm forgetting one. I'm sorry. Thank you for listening anyway. And uh, we're just, I'm so glad that you're listening to this podcast. Also on YouTube and also on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing the content. I'm so thankful for you listening to this podcast. Keep sharing it. Keep spreading the word. We're up to amazing things. We're going to do amazing things for the kingdom of God. I can't do this without you because this podcast is designed for leaders to be leaders who reach out to others to equip them to be leaders. Uh, Radio Public. I think that was the one that I forgot to mention. Radio Public. Thank you for listening. But again, only know style, my friends. You're fearfully wonderfully made. Catch you in the next episode. We got more great guests lined up that want to be on this podcast. Again, go back and check out. We've already had some amazing guests. We've had a model. We've had a filmmaker, a couple financial coaches, a hip-hop artist. You definitely want to listen to them. They have a different perspective from their field of study or from their expertise that you can apply into your life. Yes, you. They, You can apply their principles that they're using to further their career in your life to further what God's doing in your life. So again, oh no, my friends, you're fearfully wonderful made. Peace and God bless. We're going to catch you in the next podcast episode.